At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. Let's wrap up with the on the field rule changes. These we know are being discussed. Uh, Let's start off with the touchback rule, Logan. Uh, And there's two uh, two different things that are being considered. One on kickoff, one on punt. We'll start with punt team. Uh, which is very simple. Uh, kick or now, if there's a touchback on a punt, it goes to the 20 yard line. They are proposing to change that to the 25. Ooh. I kind of hate it. Why? I just think it's fine the way it is. Like I think playing the field position game is part of the sport. I guess it would encourage more teams to go for it on fourth down because if you miss the punt, it gives yeah, the other team the better field position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it seems like the risk like. I want Tressway trying to pin teams deep. And if he misses, it's 20 yards. That's fine. 25 seems like too stiff a penalty, but that also might just be because that's the way it is. And that's what I'm used to. Yeah. I think, I think that's probably for me too. My knee jerk reaction is like, why are you messing with it? But I do think you bring up a compelling uh, argument as to the, this idea that like, if you get teams in that kind of 45, 40 area field goal punt, go for it. Like that becomes a, a much more viable thing. And I think that's much more compelling from a football standpoint. Um, I think, you know, here in Washington, we like the idea of keeping it to 20 because it favors a defensive minded football team. Best right? player on the team, Tress yeah. Way. Let's go. <laughs> and it favors having a good punter, which we have here. But um, I'm sure other organizations and other markets are like, and then the league in general is like, we want something a little bit more exciting. And this would make the games significantly more exciting. So, um, that's interesting. You know, again, I like the 20 because that's like kind of traditionally what it's been. But I do think if you get offenses being more aggressive, get defenses being more aggressive around that 50, uh, you know, 35, 40, 50 yard line. Um, that's interesting to me. And I think interesting is what you want. And I think it, it, it adds an element of gamesmanship that is fun, you know, that is engaging from a schematic standpoint. Like if I'm game planning <clears throat> offensively, you know, now all of a sudden my fourth down package is not two plays. It's 10, 15 plays. It's a whole feature of the playbook. And what is my plan? What are defenses going to do? How do they attack this kind of thing? So I enjoy that that chess match. I mean, that's one of the reasons I'm commenting on football. So if it adds another kind of schematic wrinkle, philosophical wrinkle, I think that's uh, that'd be pretty interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. If this passes, let's get Tress on. I'd be so fascinated to see what he thinks of it. Like, does that affect how aggressive he is in trying to pin teams? Like, is I'm he going to sure. wind up? Is he going to wind up pooching a lot more to the twelve rather than trying to pin teams inside the I five? I think so. Wouldn't you? I mean, just like, yeah, absolutely. Because the 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 penalties, like, I mean, everyone thinks, oh, it's five yards. 
that's a gigantic deal. You know, that's well, it's also deal. like, you know, you you pick up a penalty on first down and you're no longer inside your own 10 yard line. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, the level of danger, that five yard cushion is pretty significant. I think so. And like, again, this is a rule that's going to favor offenses dramatically. We had, um, the, that's that statistics gentleman, the analytics gentleman on uh, sharp, uh, sharp yeah. yeah. And he was talking about how, you know, drives that start within inside the 10 yard line are 90% unlikely to succeed or whatever the statistic was. Now you're going to get less drive starting inside the 10, which is going to lead to more efficient, more effective offenses. And I think, I think if I was betting on it, I bet the league says we want the touchback to 25 because you want more offensive football. Right. So that also plays into the next one, which is on kickoffs right now, if you fair catch a kickoff uh, inside, like you fair catch a kickoff, you get the ball where, where you catch it. Right. right. doesn't happen very often, but it does on occasion. They want to make it. So if you fair catch a kickoff, it automatically like between the zero, between the goal line and the 25, the zero yard line, I've been watching football my whole life, the goal line and the 24 yard line uh, that it automatically goes to the 25. I think I don't hate this, but I do think it needs one caveat. It needs one change. <clears throat> Only if the kickoff is from the native spot, right? What did I kick it off? The 30 or 35? What is it now? 30, uh, right? 35. I don't know. Yeah, whatever it is. They, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. Let's say it's the 35. I think that's I think that's what it is. So let's say on the extra point, the kicking team or the, the receiving team does a dumb dumb. They have a penalty. Now the kickoff's from the 50. Kicking team traditionally would then be like, hey, we can either boot it through the end zone pooch it, or yeah. we can pooch it. At that point, I think the penalty should apply on the pooch too. So like you you don't want to punish the team or reward the team who committed the penalty and say, oh, well, you get the ball to 25 pretty much no matter what. I think if you fair catch it, the 15 yards applies and now you get the ball at the 10. That's interesting. Uh, so my my one comment on this is like, why even kick the ball off at this point? If you can fair catch the ball anywhere between the the twenty five and the goal line and get it back to the twenty five, it's like, why are we even kicking the ball off? Like that. I mean, it's like, what's the point? Like, it touchback comes to the fifteen, anywhere in there comes to the twenty five. It's like, let's just start at the twenty five. And I understand this is for player safety, but like that is a play in the game that is significant, right? And most returns come to like the twenty five, twenty six yard line anyway. So then. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, why are we even doing it? Let's just give it, let's just give them the ball to 25 and say, let's go get it. Or just like and, give it, give at least give the option. Like, hey, we, no, we want a kickoff return because we have a dynamic yeah. returner, returner and we need a big play uh, versus like, no, we'll just give our, we'll just give our guy, our, our quarterback the ball to 25. Right. It just I, seems I think, like make it an automatic option at least. That's what I'm saying. It's like, why are we adding this mechanic? Like, you know, and even for TV purposes, it slows the game down so much. Like, I'd rather just say, hey, oh, but you got to, you got to have the, the, commercial kickoff commercial logan that's you gotta true. have time to sell those I ads true. i guess that's true and maybe that's why they're keeping that in there but to me it's like they're always talking about how the games are too long if you're trying to shorten the games if you're trying to help player safety and i don't want this to be a thing because yeah. i think the kickoff is an is a beautiful thing that gets guys roster spots and you yes. know it's, it's there's drama associated associated with it but if this is the if this is a rule that you're actually considering then why are we even kicking the football off would be my thought I, that's a great question. I hadn't really thought about that. Um, but it's, it's a hundred percent true. All right. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. 
Uh, there's a rule to prevent the offense from benefiting. I'm going to read through some of these. There's not really much to be discussed here. Change the definition of a launch to leaving one or both feet. That's one that doesn't feel like a big deal right now, but it's someone's going to get ejected in the middle of the season and we're all going to be like, huh? But it's, it also seems like the right, like whether you launch off one or two feet, like you can be incredibly powerful. And if you're trying to do player safety, like the contact should matter, not the launch. Yeah, I mean that that seems like an unenforceable rule. Like some of these rules that the like the that the rules committee are voting on, I think one of the reasons they don't get put through is because they're not enforceable. Like, how do you expect a guy, an official, to make that decision split second? You know what I mean? Like it's so hard to see. Like I coach a lot. I coach a lot of offensive linemen, coach a lot of tackling. And it's in, unless I'm specifically staring at this gentleman's feet, I can't tell. And so you're asking him to look at the formation, look at the concept, look at the PI. And then all of a sudden on the contact, you're asking to decide whether or not he's leaving off one or two feet. That seems like almost unenforceable in my opinion. And so I don't know if that would even get through because like, how, like that's just such a big lift for the. Yeah. It almost, it almost sounds like it's better to change it. That way you don't have to worry about the feet. Right. right. It's like, yes. did he launch or did he not? And yeah, oh, don't. he launched, but I didn't see if it was one or two feet. Sorry. Yeah. Like, it's like, um, is, is he, I think that like, even the crown of the helmet thing, I know people get all worked up about that. I think that's a great rule, by the way. Um, yeah. Like that's easy to see because you're looking at the tackle like mm -hmm. that, like that's what's happening. Right. But you're asking him to look at before the tackle even happens. So it's just, I don't know. It just seems like it's right. It if you're watching like the ball, you might not see a guy yeah. where he launched from. All right. Uh, to make the penalty for tripping a personal foul. Oh, all right. Sure. Fine. Yeah, what is it? 10 yard penalty now? Just make it a yeah. 15. Yeah. Sure. Uh, to make the penalty for illegally handing the ball forward consistent with other illegal acts, such as illegal forward passes. Um, so basically if you hand the ball off, you obviously cannot do it forward. Um, that that's true? yeah. Uh, like I guess it's well, like if you're beyond the line of scrimmage, right. Oh, I see um, it's, it's, so it's the same as like a forward pass. You just, right. the ball's never in the air. Okay. That seems, that. that seems yeah. obvious to Whatever. me. Um, do. I don't really know how often that comes up in games, but I, I think it's more of an like fumble ruskies at the end of the game kind of situation. I wonder if that's affecting RPOs at all, you know? Like, yeah, but like if it's a f the first action, you know, that seems like it shouldn't because yeah. you could just toss it forward the same. Yeah, right. I don't know. We don't know that rule. So sorry, fans. We don't yeah, get sorry, it. everybody. Uh, uh, it. Seems like a technicality uh, <laughs> that should already be in place. And sometimes that's what these rules are. It's like there's one play that's like, well, that was overly confusing. Why don't we just make it consistent with what we yeah, think it should right, be? Right. Um, to prevent the offense from benefiting by an extension of the half as a result of their foul, that seems pretty obvious, and I thought yeah. it was actually already a rule because uh, you have like 10-second runoffs and stuff like that. Maybe, But know, the game maybe... can't end on a penalty. So there was uh, – I think this happened last year, right? There was a, there was an offensive holding. Well, it can't end on an, uh, it can't end on, on an offensive – uh, penalty if there's a 10 second runoff like the, if the game's over the game's over after the runoff right but if it like let's say, on a defensive penalty let's, but what if it's zero like this is the question if it's zeroed out it's the last play of the game there's an offensive holding is the game over or do you just repeat the down um i think well the defense would just decline the penalty is right. so long that they're winning and then the game would be over so this seems like a weird rule to me yeah i don't i don't really know what the situation is so you know here we are just a bunch of pros it's okay. I called it the zero yard line earlier uh, <laughs> to put the ball in play. Let's see. That's the kickoff one. So yeah, for, for people listening to this, if you're still listening, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. God bless you. Please leave a comment about rules. You'd like to see changed. 
right? Or if you understand any of the rules we're talking about, <laughs> also please leave a comment. <laughs> yeah, help help us help you help us. Uh, all right. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This one, this one's the most fun rule that's on the, uh, the docket. The Eagles want to permit the use of zero as a jersey number to allow kickers and punters to use any jersey number between zero and 49 and 90 and 99. So they want to add number zero. For the kickers, specifically? That's what it sounds like, but I think it's in general. Just anybody can have zero, or maybe it's maybe it is just kickers. But either way, I'm for it. Yeah, why not? I mean, I think the, the, so. The reason you'd have that rule is because you can't have two people with the same number on the field in a regular season game. There mm-hmm. are in preseason games. Sometimes you'll see like two forty sevens or something sure. like that. Part of it is just it makes it easier to get players on the field. If the kicker is zero, then you're not worried about number one being the kicker and then number one being a DB. Right. So everyone's got their own number, makes it a little bit easier. So that's why I would, uh, this should, this should be a no brainer. Yes. Yeah. I have a Although I do, it's now, let's see, kickers and punters between zero and 49, 90, 99. I do feel like you're going to start getting a lot of kicker number 43s, like just numbers <laughs> that nobody really will. All due respect that's, to the number 43s out there. That's the point. Yeah. Like 49, I think there's like one person in the NFL with 49. And then like 99, you know, like Aaron Donald's not covering kicks. I think like part of it, they just want to like get them in number brackets where they can have the appropriate linebackers, safeties, tight ends on the field at the same time. Um, Okay, this is the last big one. I knew we were missing one. Uh, The Eagles would like to substitute one offensive play for an onside kickoff attempt. That that offensive play is fourth and 20 from the kicking team's 20-yard line. I agree with you. This is such a no-brainer. Do it. Make it happen. Because I, I think the XFL does this, and yes, it is correct. compelling football. And I think it's a it's a fourth and fifteen. Yeah, it's fourth and fifteen in the XFL. They're, the Eagles' proposal is fourth and twenty. And the thing is, like Anthony looked up the data on the show the other day. There's been like in the last, I think last year there were three onside kick conversions. It, like it's now it's, with the new rules. Yes, it's, it's almost impossible to do it. So, um, I mean, obviously when it happens, it's crazy and it's super compelling and it's exciting. But I do think, why not get get the football in your highest paid players hands with your best players on the field for that one play. And I think Philadelphia, I would love to see what Philadelphia comes up with in terms of fourth and 20 stuff, Eric Bieniemy, Andy Reed. Cause like, you're going to see hook and ladders. You're going to see throwbacks. You're going to see all sorts of craziness to get that down done. So I think that's awesome. I, I would love to see that. Did they have anything in there about the push rule for Philly or did they already change that? Uh, they, they already uh, said that that's going to stay for right now. They in part, cause they nice. need to study it more. Um, there's no, they don't really have like any injury data on it. And the whole thing is more being attacked from a player safety standpoint. 
And so right. it's like, well, we don't really have a lot of injury data. It doesn't seem like a lot of dudes have gotten hurt on that play compared to other quarterback sneaks. So someone's going to have to figure out how to stop it. Yeah, I mean, I thought we were going to talk about that play, so I prepped a little bit on it. I watched a couple of quarterback sneaks, which mm-hmm. is always compelling to watch. On yeah. <laughs> but I will say that the one thing about that that really stood out to me is it wasn't the double push that was getting the conversion. It was their technique on the offensive line. Like they basically like kind of root under on all fours. Like they're basically crawling forward. Most quarterback sneaks, you kind of get like a normal blocking technique. They're mm-hmm. actually like on all fours, scrambling forward into the legs of the defensive lineman. So you create like a little bit of a wave. And then obviously the push is helpful in certain situations, no doubt. But to me, that's the technique that everyone should be adopting is this kind of on all fours, we're scrumming forward, we're kind of bear crawling into your legs to create this extra little bit of surge, which is really, really interesting that when I looked at it, I thought, oh, it's the push that's getting in there. It's the two people pushing from from behind, but it's actually the technique of the offensive lineman. That feels like it'd be terrible if you're a defensive lineman. What do you yes. do with that? So you can either why... meet them down low and then you have no shot at making the tackle, or you just have to hope they don't drill you in the thigh and you go over the top and try to make a tackle. Like but I that's just... why it's been so effective. It's it's right. it's literally like when you watch them, obviously the push is a part of it, but it's that technique that consistently gets them the down because the uh, the defensive linemen don't know what to do. If you get up and you play hands on the shoulder, they're just going to keep crawling forward and you're going to give ground. If you try to play over the top, they get into your thighs and they just pull you back. It's not a painful play for anybody. It's just technically, how do you solve it? So you see some teams trying to meet head on, right? Mm -hmm. But Philly's better at it. So they just come underneath, like uproot the uh, defensive line. And then the um, And then you have no leverage trying to tackle a guy who squats 600 pounds. And then they try to jump over top, but everything's just kind of gliding forward. So... I think if, if I'm Washington, you know, like this is something I said when they signed Jacoby Brissett, like he was the fourth down, fourth and short quarterback for uh, Cleveland last year, even when um, Deshaun Watson, Watson came back. back. Like if you can, for, if you can um, get him in there in those situations and you can consistently convert, I mean, think about how many possessions you can steal. And if that's the technique that's really effective, Washington should be studying that and getting a guy who's good at quarterback sneaking. And crushing it. Although I will say, when I talked to Brissett, I said, man, how about that Philly sneak? He's like, well, they're running it wrong. I do it better than them. This is what he said to me. Can you believe that? So yeah, obviously, uh, very confident in his ability. But I love that. Uh, that's yeah. going to that's gonna make some waves. Okay. Hey, aggregators, write that up. Get us some clicks. Jacoby Brissett said that. All right. Yeah, uh, he's just kind of like, yeah, he's like, they don't do it right. And I was like, and I wanted to be like, what do you mean? And then he had to go. And I was like, Oh, like maybe, now I'm maybe on baited Jacoby on the pod. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. Jacoby would be great. Um, but I think he learned it from Tom Brady. And so Tom Brady's also a very effective quarterback. Sneaker, yeah, he's the so, best of all time. Yeah. So I, I, maybe I need to go watch Tom Brady. Do I don't want to watch more quarterback sneaking, but maybe that's what this calls for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the bottom of what he was talking about. It's the, it's the off season, Logan. Sometimes yeah. you got it. This is the time to pull some teeth. To bite right. the bullet. Yeah. Uh, anything else on the rule changes? Let me make sure there's not any other, uh, there's more opportunities for a third challenge. Basically. Like if you, if you get one out of two, I like that. Yeah. Like you shouldn't lose it. Like you shouldn't be penalized for getting one. Right. I don't think. Right. Like if you, let's say you get both of your challenges, right? Like I should get a bonus challenge. You do. You do. If you get both of them, right. But But if you you go one for two, but like so often the first one, or like one of the two is so obvious that it's ridiculous that you had to use a challenge right. in the first place. So I kind of like having the the third in the pocket uh, if you get one of two. Um, and then there's like jurisdiction for the replay official type stuff. 
um, that's, that's there as well. Uh, which if some of this stuff passes, maybe we'll, we'll talk about it then when it's a little more concrete. All right. Uh, we'll be back later in the week for another pod, uh, more draft stuff, obviously still to come next week. We'll be doing our mock drafts. So make sure you get all your friends to subscribe so they don't miss it. Uh, for now, I'll see you on the radio. Logan will see you on command center on YouTube and, uh, hope everybody has a great week. See ya.